Hello everyone, welcome back to the Whatever Podcast. It is me, Preston, and Chris. Back again for another episode. Hey everybody. Yeah. And unfortunately, no Connor. Uh, but he is back in Indiana, we hear, so I know he's probably yep. super relieved. So Connor, if you're out there, we're glad you're back to the home state, so I uh, can't mm-hmm. wait to see you. Yep. Yep, Connor has been a very busy guy. Just getting back from his uh um uh what do you call that? An internship. Yeah, yeah the old inter- internship. What for two inter- what was it, two months, he said? Yeah. Yeah, it was two months. Two long, agonizing months <laughs> in New York. As if you didn't yeah. catch the last episode, that's what it, gosh, we talked an hour about New York and Really, yeah. it was Connor the whole time talking about his recent experience. So some of it was yeah. good, some of it was not so good. You have to you have to take a listen to that episode if you if you didn't catch it. Oh yeah, it was enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun one. Yeah. You know, the last several episodes we've had have been. I mean, we've gone an hour, and it seems like we've been talking for like ten minutes on on each of them. It's yeah, been, I know. It's been a trip. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, I, I that's a good thing though. And it's yeah. been like super late at night when we're doing this too. So it's it's yeah. like we're up in in the middle of the night doing a podcast. So we we've, yeah. we've all yeah. got lives and we've all got busy things happening. So <laughs> listeners, you're you get to enjoy the conversation, um, but know that we've are like dragging each day after we get done with this. Yeah, <laughs> but it's super fun. Our blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, yeah, and that's our, right. And our tiredness. I, I went to I went to work the other day, and uh, one of the guys asked me. He's like, "Dude, are you like super tired? You like got bags under your eyes?" I'm like, "Yeah, I am super tired. I'm in. I'm I'm up every night. Whether it's podcasting oh, or uh, catching some. I, we haven't even we haven't talked about movies." Uh, oh my gosh yet uh, we need to do that sometime because that's like what i'm doing at night catching a a good horror flick or or something uh entertaining but like we talked about what you've uh, been watching la- well you know so actually uh my kids have been up late watching some movies too so not being a very good parent i guess with uh, uh, that's fine with the kids. old enough you know they i'm sure they're tired in the mornings too but they have been going to bed late because what i what i just got which i had them before uh but i've got a 4k player and the the details of the movie i don't know have you watched any 4k movies oh yeah so it's like super crisp most of them Mm -hmm. and some of the movies i've had have been like dvds and then watching them in 4k has been like watching them all over again so i picked yeah. up the harry potter eight movie collection in 4k and Ooh, i would love to watch that one ah uh, it's good it's connor, good. connor just got all of the lord of the rings Ooh. movies plus the hobbit movies in four, 4k in 4k uh, Blu-ray. i've yeah. seen them but they're so expensive <laughs> i ended up picking these up at uh one of the uh, like disc replay type stores that that sells used movies, so people go in, sell them, and they sell them at a, a really good price. So it was, I don't know, I got like forty, fifty bucks off what the retail price of them were. Here's the thing, oh, though, goodness. I got so so we went to a baseball game down in Evansville, two hours mm-hmm. away from where we're at, roughly, 
and I picked them up that night. Well, I get home, and the the eight movie set had year one, two, three, four, five, six, three, seven, part two. So it had two year threes in the collection, and it was missing part seven or year seven. Oh my gosh! Part one. So I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Uh, so, oh. so I called him and talked to him. I'm like, "Hey, you guys sold uh, the set, and it's like not complete. It's got two two of one disc, and I'm it's the, missing yeah. one of them." Luckily, they had another set there, so I was like, I'm like two hours away from you. It's going to be a couple days before I can get back down to you. So luckily, they held it back for me, and I was able to swap it out. But That's it good, was, at least. Eh, I that mean, sucks you're so, so far away. I would have been like, oh, my God, I need it, it now. <laughs> it did suck. I was like, because what the guy said on the phone, he's like, oh, I don't know if we can hold it for a couple days. It it might. I, I've got, I, I just got to check well, with It's like my you boss. sold it to me. So I know. You're gonna... <laughs> I, was, I was like, you didn't even tell me it was incomplete. If it was incomplete, I wouldn't have bought it. And he's like, well, I'll see what I can do. So I show up, uh, drive two hours, and, and show up on the day I said I'd be there. And luckily, they held it back. But he he was acting like it was going to be a crime for him to do so. But, uh, but yeah, they're geez. good. So so the kids have been up watching them. I think we're on year five right now. So uh, nice. they love it. I love it. I mean, I've seen them already. Um, you, know what's, you know what sucks? <laughs> What's up? We haven't we haven't been watching that many movies because uh, my our like nice TVs went kaput. <laughs> oh man, what kind? What kind of TV? Uh, it was a it was a fifty five inch four uh, K TV. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I think it was a TCL. TV. So you got that one because you got robbed of your last TV, right? Yep. <laughs> That's a story now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So you guys, so you guys will. Mo- so that was uh, even bigger TV, wasn't it? It was like a sixty inch, sixty-five yeah. inch, something like that. It was a sixty-five inch. And they just like stole it right out of the garage when you guys were moving. Yep. Gosh, what a bums. Yeah. Yeah, but. So you haven't I had that gonna... very long, though. You haven't had this TV very long. For a year. Yeah. So. For a year, I guess I shouldn't say nice, but like. It was our better of the two TVs that we have. So right now there's just like a forty, a forty-two inch TV in the living room, which it looks even smaller just because how big the living room is. Yeah. Well, the good thing is you can get them pretty reasonable nowadays. So yeah. that sucks. It went although, out that quick. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're gonna buy any more like TVs like that though. I think the next TV that we're gonna go for is gonna be like a OLED TV. Yeah. That'd I'm be- gonna say like. A sixty, uh, like a sixty-five inch OLED TV, around yeah. like um, Black Friday time, we'll probably pick one up. You're still gonna drop some cash for that, though. They're expensive. I know, but I think I'd rather drop like some more cash on like a nicer OLED TV that's still going to be like relevant for a while for now. Okay. And have it not just like blow out on us just because it's a cheaper 4K TV, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I ended up getting a 4K TV for our living room. Oh, it's probably been a year ago. Picked up a Samsung, and it, it does good. The only bad thing yeah. is I got a surround sound for it. I, I had a surround sound, then I picked up a, a different one because 
the one I had didn't have like a subwoofer. So I picked up mm. the surround, which it's a wireless sub. And then I did oh, that's awesome. the rear surround, which is wired, but it's into a wireless unit. So it connects to the sound bar. But it goes mm-hmm. in and out all the time. It's like so annoying. Like you watch a movie and it it'll be playing just fine, and then all of a sudden it goes quiet. Like it'll it'll play the sound from the sound bar, but you lose all the bass and all the rear speakers. So I don't know what's going on. I've I've tried to hmm. re I've tried to reset it, tried to fix it. I've watched YouTube videos about it. Nothing seems to be helping. So if someone knows how That's to fix weird. that, let us know because so, I'm like pulling my hair out trying to figure it out. <laughs> I can try it sometime. <laughs> uh, sucks, man. Uh, anyways, ba- so so that's what I've been doing. We like, we like got way off on a tangent. That's what it's for. <laughs> but like uh, we were talking last time, we haven't talked about games either. I, and I'm not a gamer, but I know yeah, no. you and Connor are like super gamers. So I'm excited to kind of <laughs> jump in the battle between you and Connor because what yeah. you listeners didn't hear last time when we when we finished up the conversation <laughs> continued there needs to be like blooper reels on on the whatever oh, podcast no. we need to yeah we we did like 20 minute conversation and i i don't know it was like a fist fight over online i about had to jump in the middle of it so we're gonna have to pick up that conversation on an episode so people can hear the heated debate <laughs> I, it'll definitely be the next episode i can probably guarantee so yeah, yeah we're gonna be talking video game remakes and you'll be able to kind of like get into that too and then we'll i would say probably we we'll talk about movies and like stuff like that i feel like that's what, just gonna be more like we could just do like an entertainment episode i think fun. i think you could roll it together because like what you guys were talking about were games and remakes and same thing with yeah, movies remakes too. And movies yeah. like movies yeah. and remakes from old movies it's like some are good some are most are not so yeah i think it'd be yeah. good to roll them together yeah i think that'd be a good conversation yeah i do too but yeah but yeah so connor's not with us tonight because he's he's like super busy right now but also sounds like he he's got some pretty bad internet service right now so welcome back to indiana yeah i know (laughs) state of the bad internet service i guess i guess so man we need to uh i would really like one day be able to have like a like a centered office of some kind for all of us to like record or something yeah i think we do pretty good with everybody like so far away from each other and everything i know being electronic is i mean i think i think a special episode sometime in the near future would be fun just like getting like all the setup good to go and oh yeah i think right in that'd be right in person right in one space i think it it would be even better it's it's good right now but imagine if we were all in the same room having the conversation there's there's a few uh there's a few episodes that are that we have that we have recordings for that me and connor did uh like live recordings of us so you, like with video and you never you never released them no oh those no. are like vault episodes you need to like do a special release i know yeah those were those are fun we did one for ai dungeon that we we did live in my living room and then another one but yeah i think video would be really good for like doing youtube and stuff for us too yeah you can branch out your uh media i think if you got like the whatever youtube channel you can i i always like uh podcasts and and channels that have video 
that go yeah. along with the audio I mean, too. That's I almost mean, all, I, all I watch now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, a lot of people do. I mean, they've branched either into podcasting from YouTube or video uh, platforms yeah. or vice versa. They've done a podcast and then branched into the, the video format. I think it'd be yeah. awesome if you guys could do that. Yeah, well... So one thing that why uh, Connor isn't here tonight is he is busy doing some interviews around Indiana, oh, looking for some yeah. jobs. The so. jobby job search. No. And with interview, I remember you uh, saying you had an interview uh, not too long ago. Well, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people. Like with my job, I I yeah. am over our department, and sometimes I just do interviews that way. I'm on the other side of the table that because you can like not be Learn a lot. Well, I mean, you can <laughs> get bad at interviewing if you are only on the, yeah. the side asking the questions all the time. Because when you're getting drilled with the questions, which I know Connor has probably uh, felt the heat this week since he's been on that seat getting to answer the questions. I mean, you can when you get the pressure put on you like that, it keeps you sharp. And if you don't do it for a while. You don't stay yeah. very sharp at it. So I've done yeah. a lot of interviewing, but I've also done some interviews just to keep the practice and, and keep myself fresh in it because it does. I mean, it's a nerve-wracking experience. Yeah. It so can be. What's, what's, your, what's your experience, Preston? I know you've been doing some interviewing here recently too. Yeah. I. You know, I'd like to say that um, – that my best part of me interviewing is just trying to be as nice and personable as possible. Cause I'm horrible at speaking. <laughs> yeah. You know, I listened to, uh, I listened to a guy, I listened to a podcast actually. And, um, it was just this week and I was, uh, they were talking about interviews and what makes kind of the best impression when you're interviewing with somebody. And this is from a guy that has, uh, it's extremely successful, has interviewed top notch people. And his his feedback was actually pretty simple, um, but definitely would be impactful because not a lot of people do it. Like you go to interviews, you try to prepare for questions. And sometimes mm -hmm. like I when I've interviewed people, I've tried to kind of see what they've done to do some research on the position or the company and coming into the interview itself, it's like, um, man, you haven't looked at anything. You just applied for the job and just kind of rolled the yeah. dice hoping you'd get it. But what he was talking about was w what makes an Im impressionable uh, experience during an interview when you're in the seat answering the questions is to have good questions when it gets to that point at the end of the interview when Whenever Everybody asks, you you says, do you have any questions? And the the questions not to ask are, well, how much time do I get off? Or what's the pay? Or what's the benefits? Because yeah. everything comes across when, when those types of questions are asked. It's like, what can I take from you as opposed to of what, what can, can I, I give to the company? Yeah. Or what can I... So, so the better way to do that is kind of hold those questions for later on when, when you kind of land a deal uh, or get an offer. But the good questions to ask are like, hey, I've, I've really looked at the company. I've looked at the position. And uh, some of the questions I've got are these are the skills or the strengths that I can bring to it. What do you guys feel 
about your culture, what do you feel are the strengths of the company, and really getting their feedback on the company to show that you're interested and you've done your research and you've uh, thought about how you fit in with the company and even tried to get a, a glimpse of what the culture is. Because a lot of times it's hard to like judge or determine what a culture of a company is from a website or the material that they post out there. But when you talk to people inside it, especially leaders in the company, hopefully they can communicate what that culture is and be able to share with you whether this is the right move or not the right move. And I know I've, yeah. I've been in uh, situations where I've kind of talked to people in other companies and it's like, yeah, I don't know if this feels right after I've had a chance to talk to them to see, uh, yeah, I don't know if maybe I align with you because I've got different values or or i i think differently in any given circumstance and a lot of times you don't get that just from a posting or from a website yeah that's very true um so yeah. uh what is what is the interviews you've had like flipping it back to the questions they've asked you what is like a a weird question you've been asked when you've been interviewed <laughs> uh that's an easy one um so for some right so me me and connor both uh interviewed for this place and um he he'll have to tell at some point but like uh we both interviewed for that little diner in our hometown uh, okay. uh, yeah so i interviewed for that the one the one we, that they remodeled yes okay gotcha yep so we had the interview with them and I went in and they asked me, um, name five uses for a pen that things that you could use a pencil for besides, um, writing. Okay. What'd you say? What was your answer? I I honestly don't remember all of them. I do remember one of them is like, (laughs) I, I, I used to be able to make like a, uh, little, pencil crossbow in class yeah (laughs) Uh, i think that was my uh, best one (laughs) Uh, that was lasting then you remember have you thought so you've you've thought about that after the interview probably yeah what would you say now is there is there anything you would add or you were like yeah i would do this with a pencil Uh, honestly no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you think they asked the question for? Um, I, you know, it's for like, you know, just to be like, get a sense of how you can think of stuff on the spot, your creativeness how creative. or problem solving, trying to figure out something, um, kind of a weird and out of the, out of the blue question, on the spot and see how you would react and see if you could come up with like, keep your composure and just like, think of like something fun or whatever, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. How, I wonder what kind of answers they've been given for that. I've never, I've never heard that one. Yeah. I, yeah, I never heard of that one either until and I haven't heard it since. So, <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm thinking what are, what are five things you can do with a pencil and, yeah <laughs> besides write i guess i guess drawing is not writing yeah. per se yeah i think i i think i said that one and i think i did the that thing and um 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I can't. I wouldn't even be able to think of it now. So I don't know how I how I went through with it then. And yeah. I gave Connor a heads up on it. I told him the question. I told him. Oh, to so he was super super prepared. He had he had five <laughs> answers for it. Did he get the job? No. Ah, did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, gosh, Connor. Oh, you even had a heads up, man. What was up with that? Oh, you know, that's weird. I. T- I'm trying to think if this is true or not, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Every job I've had an interview for, I've gotten. I've never had an interview and not gotten the job. Really? So I've had interviews and not gotten it, and I've had interviews and been offered it and turned it down. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think the reason is that you've gotten the offer every time? I, I honest I don't know. Like um You think it's just think, your positive attitude and Yeah, I try to go into any interview and I like like I said, I'm a horrible speaker. I don't know why I do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I it, it like works. in my brain I'm thinking of like a million things at one time. So it's it's really hard for me to find my words when I'm talking. Yeah. And it takes it, me a minute to actually think of something and then I think about it and then I say it and then it's it's hard for me to come up for things on hey the spot so like let's go on a, on a just a real quick tangent and then we'll get back right. to the leadership yeah, stuff or, or the interview <laughs> yeah. stuff because I have a very similar brain I think it's the uh, creative brain that we have have you ever done strength finders no all right so you need to do it and okay. it will reassure you that that is a strength that you have, and it's a strength that I've got because I'm the same thing. My number one strength is ideation, and what that is is you constantly have different ideas that are running through your mind, and for the longest time throughout my whole life, I have gotten ideas, and I've not gone through yeah. with them. My trying to complete yeah. it has always been difficult. I get the idea. I think it's great, and then hey, it Chris, fits. Yes. You know, you know, You know what I think it is? What is it? It's I I I definitely think that you probably have ADHD. Eh, I don't know. Maybe Mammal thousand percent has it. I have it. Yeah, could be. It <laughs> but, could be. But it, it comes it, across as a strength because here's where I'm going with this, Preston. You have to find other people that can pick up your idea and carry it forward. That's what the strength finder thing is about. It'll show you your top five strengths and it'll show other people like, uh, let's say, our spouse. It'll show their strengths. Like if I look at my strengths and Brandy's done this, too, and she looks at hers, her top five are my bottom and my top are her bottom. And it's like the opposites attract situation right but it's true because like we'll have ideas that are constantly running through our mind and then we're ready we'll we'll try to relate them or share them and then we're off to the next one but it we struggle to keep those things alive and going because we're moving on to the next one we're ready to go to the next idea or we're ready to accomplish the next thing but we need somebody to pick up our idea and carry it forward for us so it's a real thing it's a real struggle but it is a strength that you have because you got creative thoughts that are running through your mind all the time you just need to get those out and part of the weakness of that strength 
is it's hard to communicate it with people because people's mm-hmm. brains don't work the same as ours. And if you read about it, it tells you very specifically, it says before you communicate it, you need to really paint the picture and connect the dots for people or they won't see it. They won't grasp it. That's where it's a struggle to communicate it because it's like I know what I'm thinking, but it's hard to put it to words at times. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it's hard for people to connect or relate to it. I know it's a it's a strength for sure, but it can be a weakness at times. So it does make it tough, especially going back to the interviews when you're on the spot answering questions and yeah, it's like I, rapid I fire. Find myself, yeah, I find myself stuttering through through uh, sentences a lot. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's the bad thing, too, about interviews. You know, it's like you got 30 minutes or an hour to really show who you are, but it yeah, a lot yeah. of people can fake it and like you get a, oh, yeah. you get a you get a bad person because they can communicate um, well or you don't but, get the good person because they stumble over their words a little bit. Yeah, that's true. So, you know who'd be perfect for this conversation is Cheyenne. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. She she's interviews a lot. So right? many. Yeah, she's done a lot of interviews here in the past year. Yeah, yeah. I've had I've had a few. What's been interesting, like over this past year with COVID, like ours have been virtual. So it makes it yeah. It makes it inter- interesting. It makes it a little more difficult because you don't see the body language it's just the headshot and communicating across a screen and it it's just different imagine yeah it's just different for my job at lowe's we just i just had a phone conversation with someone did you and then they offered it to you yeah yeah (laughs) well you find that a lot right now too though because a lot of people are hiring i mean you look you drive anywhere and it's like every business has an out hiring sign yeah that's true so that I don't think true. they have time to really invest a, a lot of time into it, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I think my my previous experience with FedEx helped out quite a bit. Yeah. But other oh, sure. than that, then, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I've had a couple weird questions that have kind of been asked. And I've asked, I usually ask, it's not weird, but it it's kind of tells a lot about somebody and i i may have mentioned it on the podcast before at some point maybe early on when i was on one time um but it it, one that has been asked when i've been in interviews with people is like what is if you were an animal what animal would you be have we had this conversation before I don't know if it's been on here or if it's uh been like just remember when we talked about connor's like his uh owl yes we did you know we we talked about it but it was like real brief get into it yeah Yeah. it was a different topic because i I kept (laughs) thinking as i was going to say that i was like man this this is like deja vu a little bit yeah there we go (laughs) so the other one and i think i mentioned this too is what's your theme song and i think you did answer that on on one episode before yeah yeah i think so so all right. So if you, have you ever been asked that question, the animal one? I've not been asked that question. I've been in an interview where I was asking questions, but it was somebody on my interview team that asked that to the interviewees. Gotcha. Um. Well, all right. So what is what? Is, <laughs> what's one that's like funnier stood out to you that you've asked of someone for that one? Uh, like, like how they answered it. 
yeah <laughs> i don't really know people take none a, of them stand out <laughs> well i mean they're i'm trying to think usually it's no, like the normal like a lion or i think probably connor's was probably the most unique with the owl that was right what wasn't it isn't that yeah, what he said yeah. yeah i think his may be the most unique that i've heard because most of them are like a ferocious lion or whatever you know yeah, that's pretty lame you don't want to hire those people well yeah they're too basic and, yeah <laughs> and usually like the theme songs like the eye of the tiger you know rocky and uh, yeah. you get that a lot but there have been yeah. some that have uh answered that like some people have a, a go-to song that really speaks to them and they'll share that. So those have been, I mean, it's always, that one's always like more serious, but it's just a kind of a icebreaker for people. It's like a, yeah. a question that they don't really expect because they're expecting like the technical type stuff, but it, it kind of breaks the ice and gets yeah. them to talk about stuff they like. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I was, they 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 just give they give me anxiety. Yeah, they do. They're <laughs> they're all kind of similar, but all a little different. different. So it's yeah. yeah. So like you prepare in the same ways, but uh, you just always know there's going to be something a little different that you're walking into on each one of them. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's cool. All right, so uh, I got a topic too. We'll have to catch a little more with a future episode on the interviews and pull some others in that have done more interviewing and, and hear Connor's recent yeah. stories. I need, to hear that owl. I need to hear that owl story again. Yeah. We'll have, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to go back and listen to the episodes. Not only the listeners, but gosh, you're up to what, th- episode 36 now? Is that right? Yep. This will be, well, yeah, this will be 37. Oh, man, I'm losing count already. We've done so many. So you're getting right yeah. up there every week, Maybe. every Monday. I- yeah, I know. This is the first time we've been consistent. How long? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Everybody's busy. Hey, so uh, this is really just, I'm curious, but I know you've kind of watched it a little bit, and I'm totally kind of, I've just kind of watched it, but not really in depth with it. What are your thoughts on this cryptocurrency thing that is going on? Like Bitcoin just has skyrocketed and then i hear a lot of like dogecoin because you hear (laughs) like elon musk and uh gosh who else keep pushing to try to get this to take off like bitcoin what are what's this cryptocurrency buzz right now uh i mean you've have you done like a lot of research or you've just been kind of like scratching the surface all right. So from what I've I've been kind of interested in cryptocurrency for like like four years or so. Um, it's been kind of like thinking about getting into like back when um, back when I first really heard about it was like four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Whenever the first like big Bitcoin mine rush happened when people were buying up graphics cards to mine bitcoins to be able to like get, you know get get their bitcoin but um basically what bitcoin is itself and what a lot of cryptocurrencies are um the thing about bitcoin and why it's so like so valuable is that there's a finite amount of it in in the world but what is so, it like, what is it though it's math it's backed by math. Instead of being backed by a bank, it's backed by math. So 
basically a, a cryptocurrency is a number, a unique number that only one person can have. And it's a math equation. And so when a you Bitcoin buy is a salt. Yeah. So, so whenever you buy one, each one is unique to itself. So when you sell it off, and that unique when you tr- that unique code is now sent to that person. It is theirs now. So I'm looking right now. Bitcoin is number one in cryptocurrency and a, a price value of forty eight thousand seven hundred forty seven dollars and twenty seven cents. And the only reason that it is that high is because Bitcoin is the future of cryptocurrencies. Whether or not cryptocurrency is the future of all currency. But does how does it that makes sense. does it keep going up or is there a bubble that pops with it? No, there I wouldn't say a bubble. There's just a ceiling. So like there is a finite amount. How is that? How is it created? It's from doing math equations basically. <laughs> and that's why people buy a, like graphics cards to uh crack these equations that like it's it's not complicated but it is complicated to like to understand so um, so so real quick so like though. let's 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 all right so you know how the like federal government can print more money and that devalues the yeah, money yeah your dollar goes down in value yeah so like that's what um Inflation. dogecoin is yeah so that's what dogecoin is that's what ethereum is that's what a lot of other cryptocurrencies are is basically just the cryptocurrency but there is an infinite amount of it okay hang on before we go there though let's talk real quick just kind of history of bitcoin because i'm looking at investopedia right now just reading Mm -hmm. a little bit on it again i'm a scratching the surface on this but so it first came on the scene in 2011 it says it its price jumped from $1 in April of that year to a peak of $32 in June. That was a 3,200% gain within three months. And it has, well, I, I want to say it skyrocketed, but it was stable for a while, and then it just skyrocketed in, let me see what year that is, 2000 mid 2017 early 2017 and then in 18 it peaked and then came down and went back up in 19 and was kind of up and down up and down in 2020 and then now it's skyrocketed again here in 2021 Hmm. yeah so so what would that ceiling be because the spike just continues to go up. Yeah, I th- from yeah, well, I forget what the exact number was, but the creator of it has a set. There's like a set cap to how many, like how many are out there, is is the short of it. So who created Bitcoin? Uh, the guy who created Bitcoin, his name is. Um, uh, Satoshi Satoshi Nakamoto. Okay, that is interesting. So that was right so after the, the two thousand eight financial reason, collapse. 
yeah the reason he made it was to to you know like um you know like decentralize the uh like currency that way other countries your country and or whoever can't dislike you know like there isn't any more of it like it's not going to it's not regulated under anyone and that's what is kind of like uh the why it's so sought after you know it's literally just you know internet money <laughs> so the so the pandemic did impact it it looks like for a, yeah. for a little bit but then it shot right back up when because uh, obviously the economy impacted a lot of things uh, stock market was not tremendously impacted as much as everyone thought there was obviously a dip but it it shot right back up which shot the bitcoin value up as well so this can be traded across countries how do you i get you can purchase stuff with bitcoin too right yeah so yeah so is it in a like you can draw that into an account and then purchase items with it yeah so there's um so one bitcoin could buy you a car yeah basically so um basically you have a wallet that keeps track of everything for you and um like more simple things like uh coinbase like you can transfer easily from your uh cryptocurrency to whatever um dollar you are living like whatever your dollar is or whatever your currency is and use it for you know you can get it put in your bank account or make purchases online or whatever you'd like with it so 10 years ago if you would have invested just a few bucks yeah did you ever hear the guy did you know there's a story of this guy who um who had a computer who had like a hundred bitcoins in it back whenever it was just like whatever back in like 2010 wow. 2009 when it was first created and he uh he forgot about it that he ever like had it whatever <laughs> he uh saw that big like he saw like that their huge influx of the worth of it in like you know 2016 2017 mm-hmm. tried to get back into his old wallet that he had all of his bitcoins in doesn't remember the password oh my gosh (laughs) wouldn't that be awful yeah so just millions and millions of dollars worth of bitcoin on someone's hard drive holy cow that would be terrible i know (laughs) it'd be so sad So, uh, so that's a bit about Bitcoin. You talked about Dogecoin and some others. So, so tell tell me a little bit about those. Um, yeah. So, like, uh, like those coins. The like from what I've little bit that I've read, and from what I understand, unlike Bitcoin, with these other uh, cryptocurrencies like Dogecoin, Ethereum, and um, some other ones is that there isn't that ceiling. So if someone did decide to just, you know, like it's, it's easily manipulated, I guess you could say 
with like in regards to um, stocks if you're investing into it or so uh, it shows so like circulating real quick Bitcoin it shows max supply of 21 million yeah and it's got a circulating supply right now of 18 point almost 18.8 million in circulation Dogecoin has uh, circulating. It doesn't show me the uh, max on it because it there, doesn't have one. There's right? no max. Yeah. So hundred. But so one hundred thirty-one billion Doge coins, yeah. and its value, price value right now, because everyone's wanting it to tip over that thirty cent mark. Right now, it's twenty-eight. 28 cents almost 29 cents a share yeah or a coin right yeah i'm watching it go up and down right now for me because i'm invested oh are you so (laughs) you've got some dogecoin yes i do so when did how much did you buy in at um what was it when you got yours i bought in at like it was like 10 cents like a year ago really yeah because it's Um, fluctuated up and down but it's gone up steadily since you bought it though right yeah yeah i'm up right now it went way down like i i lost a few hundred dollars like last month but uh it shot back up this month so yeah looking good so your game stops looking good so <laughs> all right so let's talk about just investing then so you r- use the robin hood app uh, i try not to i use e-trade okay. mostly I do have stuff, some stuff in Robinhood right now because it's just like my, uh, I'm invested in Ford and Dogecoin and another thing on Robinhood when I first started investing. And then I kind of wanted to get out of it because it's, it's kind of, they kind of make it a lot harder than other places to like get your money out whenever you want to, like whenever like you want to sell or, you know, really what's the difference. So why do they, what makes it difficult? With like, Robinhood uh, versus, versus the others you're in. So like one time I tried selling a one of my assets and they just blocked it for no reason. Like they said it was a, a app error or whatever. I, I don't think it was. Um, I was trying to sell that one at its peak. I was oh, yeah. pretty much just day trading with that one. And yeah, it, I was kind of upset. About, I mean, I still sold whenever I was, but... I wish I would have. It would have went through whenever I wanted it to. Yeah. So and they, I haven't had, I've had any problems like that with like E Trade and you know. So so when did you buy into GameStop? Uh, about a year ago now. So when the when the boom happened. Yeah. How, did you? I ca- bought it after the. Cra- I bought it after the first boom crash. Okay. So it's gone so up I, since you purchased. Yeah, I'm up like. Uh, yeah, I'm up like almost over a little over 100. percent So talk to me because you're because you're a Reddit guy. Tell me what happened with with GameStop and the whole Reddit move. Uh, so basically, from what I like, I'm very novice. <laughs> you can tell. I I try to learn as much as I can about it, but with the whole GameStop thing, what first happened was there's this guy who. Uh, who has been investing in GameStop for quite some time. And he, he's, that was his main thing. 
and he had watched and kept track of all of the different um, uh, buys and other things for it and uh, saw that a lot of these big um, corporate investing accounts and uh, uh, investing managers were shorting GameStop, hoping that it would fail. Okay. So whenever you short a stock, you're taking the bet that it's going to fail. So you sell your stock to someone else at that set price, and if it goes down, then they owe you money when they have to sell it back to you. So mm-hmm. there's usually a time frame on which that note that they sell to you has to be given back. So he saw that they were de- like tr- like undervaluing GameStop tremendously. Tremendously. Um, <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> it was beautiful though it was beautiful it was beautiful <laughs> um so he decided to kind of like he's been posting forever on the, the um on the wall street butts subreddit and kind of people kind of like did i ever tell you i invested in mcdonald's and diet coke <laughs> <laughs> not really i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> i should invest in diet coke as much as i, I buy it i, I love bet one of coke. our presidents did though <laughs> all right sorry uh, it's okay <laughs> uh but yeah where was i um oh yeah so he was he's posted in uh wall street bets quite a bit and then finally uh, he got gained quite a bit of traction on the subreddit for what he was like kind of like the data that he was showing with these companies mm-hmm. so everyone decided to pump up the stock so instead of failing the all the money that they pumped into GameStop stock with everybody investing together it pumped it up significantly and so all these investors like these huge Wall Street investing companies and uh, you know all the like these asset managers all the ones that betted on the failure yeah lost millions and millions and millions of dollars and then putting it back into the stock for GameStop pumping it even more gaining all the people that bought in at the super low pushing it up to where it is now and back whenever it was you know like so some people have gotten in it on it like a two dollars that was when it was like like a dollar or two is whenever like this kind of started happening. Yeah, right now it's up to two hundred dollars and forty eight cents. Yep. <laughs> so you can see how uh, crazy that became. <laughs> yeah. So looking and at how the, upset some of these big uh, companies got whenever they lost their millions. Because that was that happened what in January? I'm looking at the spike. Happened around 2020 sometime. What? Uh, or was it? It was the uh, end of. So in December, I'm trying to f- see the low point there. So December, Jan- actually January 8th of 2021, it was $17.69. That's the low point for. Because the end of December, it was. Well, I, I take that back. Early December was fifteen bucks, so it was going up a little bit, but it was pretty steady at the yeah. ten to 
17 bucks. And then in January, it jumped on January 27th. 20, January 22nd, it was 65 and then on the 27th, it jumped up to $347.51. Yeah. And then it dropped to like 193 spiked up at 325 and then crashed down to 50 49 back in February, jumped back up in March, and then it's been up and down, up and down, up and down. Now it's at 200 bucks. Yep. So you're still you got some shares in it then, huh? Yep. So you're watching that yep. one, I'm sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looks like it's gone up this week. It has been. It's been going up steadily for the past few weeks now. For uh probably a good month or two. I just didn't look at it because <laughs> yeah. it was so bad. <laughs> just let it ride, right? Yep. And uh now now there's a whole another um subreddit just based for uh, GameStop now so <laughs> so let me ask you this I'm shifting on you again this is kind of like our uh, light and heavy podcast but really kind of all light all light tonight yeah. um, on reddit so since we talked medium. yeah there we go that's, <laughs> that's good but kind of the medium topics, <laughs> topics in the middle uh, light topic just on reddit is there is there power with Reddit? So obviously there was power to make uh, stock impact that had never been done before by just the normal people that are not the mm-hmm. stock in the New York Stock Exchange investors. It. What do you think the power of Reddit is just in general? I mean, honestly, it's I wouldn't even say just Reddit. I would just say the power of having the connection to people you know but don't you think just do you think that do you think that is a good source like the like reddit the way you can because i don't i don't really see that i mean i i'm on social media stuff and we've talked about social media and you just get Mm -hmm. a lot of junk on there but like you look at reddit and there's specific topics you can dial into yeah i that's the whole reason i love reddit as like my basically my main source for a lot of things (laughs) like um you know it's just whatever you want on there it's always like you you can be in what you want to be in or not be it's just the best place on the internet basically (laughs) because like i don't know it it helps a lot with filtering out a lot of things and you're right there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy stuff on reddit but it used to be a lot worse to be honest <laughs> really yeah it's not like a like a 4chan or whatever cuz like uh i mean uh, reddit's pretty heavily not super regulated but pretty regulated now i would say reddit's a more of a liberal app really yeah, he, the the Don subreddit got banned. Like uh, whenever all the banning started going on. Oh, I so that was his. He was on Reddit. Uh, that was it. Was just a Reddit for like Donald Trump. Oh, okay. Like in support or like yeah. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. So all right, so we're we're like nine minutes away from an hour. Can you believe that? 
No, we've not been, really. <laughs> we've been, it seems like we've been talking 10 minutes. So, but kind of as we get close to wrapping up, what are some tips you, so you've been doing some investing, dabbling in things. A couple things I'd ask you, Preston, what is a, a good way to get started? And what is a good way to learn? Like, where do you go to to learn about Bitcoin or learn about for, your Ford investment or learn about GameStop or any other things that uh, you're interested Good. in or invested in? So my main things would be to get on some investing subreddits on Reddit and... Um, there's some really good um, YouTubers that I watch online that uh, do a lot of investing stuff. Like uh, one guy that I think is like just like a really good um, person that doesn't like you know BS you on things like trying to sell you pipe dreams or whatever. His mm-hmm. name's like Grant Grant St- Stefan Grant Stefan on YouTube. Okay, he's like a real estate investor and he helped uh, kind of build up uh, this. Uh, Web's this uh it's kind of it's also an investing app but it also has like a ability for um buying cryptocurrencies it's called weeble okay so that's also um i would say it's kind of robin hood-esque in the design of how they do things easy to use yeah and then you know um you know this is not financial advice i am i am not a I'm not a, a financial coach of any kind, but good disclaimer there. <laughs> um, you know, uh, just just buy GameStop. Boost it up, boost it up, pump it. That's right, that's right. <laughs> but no, I honestly the. My, Here's what I would say: start be in it for the long haul, and start just learning some safe uh, i mean it's never safe you're it's just gambling your money for grown-ups yeah um <laughs> that's risk i mean you're it's it's risk it's sometimes risk, it pays off sometimes it doesn't risk. Yeah, yeah and I, I would say just start small start mm-hmm. early and just kind of get a feel for it and gradually build up start from there as you kind of learn if you have a just like take a hundred dollars if you can and just um, buy into some like just into some like brands or companies that you like you know stuff that you use like uh yeah i mean stuff that stuff that you feel are valuable that a lot of other people feel are valuable and and a lot of times it's standing companies for long-term investments like you know um like Microsoft, Apple, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Tesla's really expensive right now, but you know, it's just going to keep going for at least a little while now. Well, and even like with your Ford, I mean, they're moving into new technologies. They're mm-hmm. going to be improving uh, efficiencies with their vehicles. I mean, those were always going to be driving selling vehicle in the world. Yeah. I mean, it, it's in technology. It just seems like any technology, as long as you play it smart, is always changing, adapting, and improving. And a lot of the longer-term companies that have been involved with it are are pretty safe bets to to look yeah. out for. Yeah, I would say, yeah, just, you know, 
be smart about it. Don't gamble your savings away trying to uh, chase uh, chase a pipe dream on getting millions of dollars from GameStop. But no, you know, to each their own. It's worth worth the wild ride, then, huh? You would say. <laughs> yeah, don't Jordan Belfort it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. What? So, any penny stocks you're in? I no, not in any penny stocks. Okay. Okay. All right. Those be good. Those are good for, uh, like, uh, you know, those are good to have some in. You know. Yeah. Just figure it out. Learn as much as you can, and uh, make your money work for you. Be smart. That's right. Don't work for your money. Make the money work for you. All right, Preston, we're coming up on an hour, man, and it has flown by. So, any any last words of wisdom before I close this out here? Uh, I don't think so. Just uh, you know, uh, don't be nervous about your interviews. You'll That's be right. fine. That's right. Don't sweat it. Do some prep work. Remember to ask good questions and talk always talk a lot before you go in. Always, <laughs> always have a uh, always have a good answer for those random type questions you might get because you never know what somebody's going to ask. And think of five things you can do with a pencil. That's right. I'm I'm curious to <laughs> see what what our listeners think of what you can do. Five different things. Yeah, send it in to us because I have been thinking. One thing this. you could say is uh, a weapon. Yeah, uh, yeah, you could. I get. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> they might look at you funny after uh, that one. Though. Yeah, they probably say, "I don't think we'll go with him." That's probably not who we want to bring into the mix. <laughs> But yeah, if there's five different uses for a pencil, let us know. But um, all right, so we're going to wrap it up for the night. Uh, if you haven't checked out our recent episodes, they have been a little longer, but have been extremely fast and uh, quite enjoyable and entertaining. So I encourage you to go back and check out the last few episodes. And if you haven't checked out all the episodes, uh, go back and check some from season one uh we're moving right along through season two and should have a getting close to having a new season, season out three, there holy probably cow. by probably next year that's uh, crazy we'll finish up this season with uh probably this year by yeah. the end of the year yeah so good a lot of good things to look forward to we have a lot of uh content on the agenda for us to talk about uh, Connor, you got to come back next week so that we can hear how the trip back to Indiana went and get a little bit about your interview stories. I'm I'm sure you had some uh, good questions there too. So look forward to hearing from the man, the myth, the legend, Connor Williams, on the next episode. Until then, Preston, it's been awesome, man. Uh, listeners, we appreciate you guys listening in. Share the Whatever Podcast like us as much as you can because you know we're awesome uh but get the word out that's right that's right get the word out we appreciate all you guys listening in and gals and uh come back we'll be here next week and uh if you have anything you'd like to share that you'd like to hear us ramble on about let us know and we'll uh we'll throw it in on an episode i'm sure so until next time